Today's episode of the Hoops Place Podcast is brought to you by the Talk Sports Media. I'm your host at Hoops Hutch on Twitter. You can follow us at Hoops Place or at Hoops Place Pod on Instagram as well. Today I want to talk about my top NBA duos of all time. In no particular order, we are bored, we are quarantined, we want to talk about something. Hope you listen. But first, the intro. F you stand, keep my head, let's go. Yeah, so many people on my line, I got a screen of God. You know the city is a lady if we ain't involved. I want to jump right in to naming my all-time NBA best duos, but first I want to say I don't want to compare. As an NBA fan, I am tired of comparing. It is exhausting, especially ever since this MJ documentary came out. It's all NBA fans have done is compare. For, but for once, I want to just appreciate what we have, appreciate the greatness that we've seen, and I don't want to go in any particular order, saying like the first duo I say is the best of all time. It's just the one that sort of came to my head first, or the one that I, I think personally would have been fun if they would have lasted longer or their whole career. And number one, I got Kobe and Shaq. I think they had potential to be the best duo of all time, the greatest duo of all time. I think if they stayed together, they could have won six, seven, eight titles. I know we say that all the time, but they they went they won three straight early on in their career, or in Kobe's career at least. And then Kobe went on to win five. Shaq went on to win four. They obviously had more in store. And if they would have stayed together, geez, they were amazing. In 2001, they went 15-1 and one in the playoffs, losing one game in the finals versus AI, and I believe he had, what, 43 points and just willed his way to a win in that series. They could have went undefeated in in the playoffs if AI didn't do that. I think, personally, if they would have stayed together, they would be, it'd be no question, they'd be the greatest duo of all time. No one else would be even close. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal were unstoppable. And it was when Kobe was young. He wasn't even in his prime yet. It's sort of scary, the thought of if they would have stayed together. It's almost like thinking about, dang, I don't want to compare this. One, I said no comparisons, but I don't even want it because I know this is going to get some fans wild up. But it's almost as if KD, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden would have stayed together. We never know what they would have been. I'm sure there's a better comparison out there that fits the Kobe and Shaq model, but we just want to imagine if they stayed together with how great KD was and turned out to be and same with Russell Westbrook and especially James Harden I don't know if they would have worked together but it's just one of those things imagine if they would have stayed together Kobe and Shaq are the same way I personally think they could have won six seven eight titles it wouldn't even be fair Kobe would be the greatest of all time if he would have stayed with Shaq but it would have been that underlying shadow is he this great because of Shaq and a Shaq this great because of Kobe which we will never know but that's why I have them first. That's not, I'm not necessarily saying they are the greatest, but that's the first duo that came to mind that I just think is, was absolutely dominant. Secondly, I have MJ and Scotty. With the documentary coming out, it's just proving how dominant they truly were. I may be a little biased just because I just watched it a few days ago. But MJ and Scotty, Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen won six rings together in, what, eight years? Don't really have to convince you. You know how great they were. Scottie Pippen, defensively, one of the greatest defensive players of all time, and he's still underrated. 
averaged about 20 points a, a game throughout this six-year stretch, while Michael Jordan was averaging about 30 to 35 points, averaged 37 one of the seasons. It's sort of insane what he did. What these two did together is absolutely insane. I know it was for eight years, six years, and Michael Jordan kept retiring. He went to go play baseball, and then he retired again afterwards. But that's why I have them second on the list. Everyone knows. Everyone knows Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. That is, I couldn't put them above Kobe and Shaq. But also there's other duos that I will name that I probably won't go into as detailed, but I just want to name them off that could be higher than MJ and Scottie Pippen. I don't know, skill-wise or just longevity-wise, and they did more. But I have them behind Kobe and Shaq. And number three, I have Magic and Kareem. They obviously did amazing things. I can't, I don't even know. That's how bad of an NBA fan. Like I never got to watch Magic or Kareem play. Not even close. Not even by a long shot. So all we can watch is highlights. And really, I personally haven't heard that much about them. But I just know for a fact that they dominated that error. error era along with Larry Bird and uh, McHale and the Celtics and the Lakers and all that. I'm going to try to keep reminding you guys that this isn't in any particular order because Magic and Kareem are arguably number one. And next I have uh, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. Not really a flashy name. Not really you would think a duo because that Celtics team was such a good overall team, but they still dominated that Celtics team. That The Celtics team dominated that era along with the Lakers. And I, I just wanted to throw them in there for respect. I personally don't know that much about them. I don't know every stat about that compared to MJ and Scotty where I, I, I hear more about them than I do Bird and McHale just because it was sort of a different time. Wasn't that much like of a difference between them, but between me and what I've gotten to see. Wanted to throw them in there. So Bird and McHale, Magic and Kareem. Then next I have Tim Duncan and Tony Parker or... Tim Duncan and David Robinson because that's both great duos. I don't know. I wouldn't put them ahead of some of the people I'm about to name off, but I wanted to throw them in there because they dominated. They've proven, Tim Duncan has proven early on in his career and later in his career that he can work with just about anyone. And Tony Parker is, I have him top 10 greatest point guards of all time. And then David Robinson, you know him. Everyone knows David Robinson. Like He's sort of underrated but he could go out and drop 70 points. He's done it before. He was an absolute beast. Now, more recently, I got LeBron and D-Wade and Steph and KD. I want to rank these two. I think this will actually get some sort of conversation going. I have Steph and KD over LeBron and D-Wade. I don't know if that's going to ruffle some feathers, but Steph and KD were just so unstoppable. It wasn't fair to have them on the same team. When they were on like when they were actually playing, no one was going to stop them. Yes, they had Klay Thompson. But Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant on the same team, healthy, they would not lose for the next 3 to 4 years, I bet. It just wouldn't be fair. LeBron and D-Wade proved that they can lose. They can lose to the Dallas Mavericks in 2011. I'm going to keep bringing that up. I will never forget that. I will never think of LeBron James the same way ever since they did that. Because that was quote-unquote his prime or during his prime. It definitely wasn't before it and it definitely wasn't after it. So that was during his prime losing to Dirk. And what? Jason Terry. 
Sean Marion. I just don't have them over Steph and KD because the only reason they lost was because KD tore his Achilles. They would have won three straight. And also, it doesn't seem like with Steph and KD, no one really took a step back. They were both so great, and they knew about each other's greatness. I don't feel like either one of them really took a step back for one another. They more embraced each other. If one of them did, it was probably Steph took more of a step back. He got less shots. He scored less points. But he still did the same thing. It's not like his efficiency went down. His efficiency went up. And same with KD. He had one of his most, I think he had two or three of the most efficient seasons of all time of his whole career. So they made each other better. LeBron and D-Wade, LeBron obviously was on a tear. No one's going to stop LeBron. D-Wade, that was sort of the end of his prime going into his later years. He did take a step back. I think his whole game kind of took a step back. Yes, if LeBron was out, he could step up. But yeah, his whole game took a step back. So that's why I have Steph and KD over LeBron and D-Wade. I also have D-Wade and Shaq on this list. Because that was D-Wade's prime. Shaq sort of same conversation with the D-Wade and LeBron. Shaq sort of towards the end of his career, but still dominant. They got them a ring. They really dominated that whole league, that whole season. They were really fun to watch. And as you notice, Shaq was on here twice. D-Wade was on here twice. Tim Duncan was on here twice. And there are tons of more NBA duos that I could go through. This is just going to be a brief little podcast about me talking about some duos that I enjoyed watching. And that's why it's over. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Follow me at Hoops Hutch on Twitter. If you would like to be featured on a podcast, DM me on Twitter or Instagram at Hoops Place Pod on Instagram. Again, thank you for listening. Episode 10, Hoops Place Pod. Until next time, see ya. So many people on my line, I got a screen of-